People are yearning for information. Having the opportunity to encourage people and to educate people and inspire people. It's amazing to be able to say we'll carve out time to take care of ourselves. There's something for everyone. Now is the time that we bring you the virtual stage of our 12th Achieving Optimal Health Conference at Georgetown University. To experience this talk with all the videos, slides, and graphics, head over to the BBNR website where you can enjoy the entire day of archives of eight incredible speakers for just $29. Go to bbnrconsulting.us and click on store. One more time, visit our store at bbnrconsulting.us. Thanks for staying curious and for living your best life with us. Hi, everybody. I'm Amanda Haas and Doro and Trisha. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of your Achieving Optimal Health Conference here in 2022. I get the great honor of cooking lunch with you all. And that's so fun for me because I'm a cookbook author. I am founder of Amanda Haas Cooks and now House of Haas Cooking School Online. So Today, I'm going to show you how to make one of my favorite recipes. And one of the best things about it is that it is great for you, but it's super fast to make as well. So we are going to do salmon wrapped in parchment paper. It sounds super fancy. And then I'm going to teach you a little side salad to go with it. So if you want to cook along for the conference, terrific. Or you can make this anytime you like. So one of the things I love when I cook too is that I'm constantly trying to show people how to make foods that are naturally better for them, right? Instead of maybe some of your favorites that aren't so great. And salmon is obviously an amazing ingredient to start with. It's rich in all of those omega-3s and has so many things, health properties that we love. And this is just so simple, you won't believe it. And I love it because it kind of gives you a lot of bang for your buck, whether you're making it on a weeknight or you're entertaining. So... All you need for this recipe uh, are four ounce pieces of salmon. If you can get wild salmon, even better. And I've got them already cut into four ounce pieces. You can always ask the fishmonger at your local store to cut it for you if they only have it full in the case. A lot of people also already sell the wild pieces frozen that are in four ounce portions. So it's perfect. So here's the fun part about this. You need a piece of parchment paper. So you could buy it in a sheet or you can buy a big roll and just cut off a sheet the size of the sheet pan, right? So it's really simple. So any baking sheet will do. And you're going to build the recipe right on the sheet. So here's what I've got. I've got a little bit of olive oil. I learned how to make this in French cooking school and it was more about butter <laughs> for everything. But part healthy olive oil is what I love. And then I'm going to take one of these pieces of salmon and I'm going to put it directly on the olive oil. You know what you can do is you can use your tongs to coat it too. I'll show you that, right? So I'm just going to coat it a little bit on both sides. Usually I'm cooking with my hands already. Oh, we get the gist. Okay. And then I'm going to sprinkle it here with a little bit of salt. Today I'm using Redmond salt from Utah that I love, but kosher salt works really well. Any sea salt is great. And then a couple of fresh grindings of pepper. Now, if you like spices and herbs, you can use whatever you really like on yours. This is just such a simple preparation when you just want to taste the great ingredients themselves. And this salmon is amazing on its own. Okay, so we've got the piece of fish prepped, and I'm just going to show you the other ingredients I've got. I've got some beautiful cherry tomatoes in a bunch of different colors, a few pieces of asparagus, and I've already cut about the bottom 
third off the asparagus because that part is like bristly and not tasty. You won't love the, it's really fibrous, right? So you won't love the texture of that. So you just take a knife to your asparagus and lop off the bottom third and you know everything else is going to be delicious. Then I've got some fresh basil leaves. But again, if you like tarragon, it's wonderful in this. You could use flat leaf parsley. You could use, I've used mint and basil together, which is delicious. So pick whatever herbs you like. And then I'm going to use some lemon in this as well. And I'm just going to cut a couple little slices off for us here. So a couple whole slices. You don't have to make whole rounds if you are more comfortable cutting it into wedges. But this is going to be so pretty because what I'm going to do is take these lemon slices and put them. I want to pull this fish back so you can see it. I'm going to put it, let's do this. Let's put a basil leaf directly on top of the piece of fish, right? And what's going to happen when I wrap this up in the parchment paper, it's going to steam in there. And so it's a beautiful method for cooking fish. You can tell all of your friends you're cooking in parchment or in French it's called old papillette. And it steams your food so that the fish is going to be so flavorful and it won't dry out. So this is also a great application for um, halibut and other fishes that tend to dry out if you cook them a little bit too long, right? That are more sensitive. But salmon is so forgiving because of its fat content. The good fats we all need in our lives. Okay, so I'm just having these cherry tomatoes. and I'm going to sprinkle them right around the sides. And then let's get a couple pieces of the asparagus. Another fancy chef trick is that I cut things on the bias. So I cut them at an angle and I don't know, they just look fancier. <laughs> we eat with our eyes, right? So as much as we can do to make things look pretty, it's pretty awesome. So I'm just cutting them into like little half inch slices on the angle. If you want to cut straight across, that's fine too. No judgment here. But can you see how pretty these pieces are? Let me show you. Can you see that? They're fancy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to sprinkle them right around the fish and on top. It's like amazing how I think the best foods are usually the most simply prepared because if you're starting with great ingredients, let me show you that up there too. It's absolutely stunning. It's going to be delicious. And if you think, I'm always thinking about eating the rainbow, right? And that there are different health properties associated to every color of food found on earth. And so I'm looking at red, orange, yellow, green. It is just loaded with vitamins and minerals naturally, which I love as well. Okay, now comes the super fun part. Think about this. You can do um, individual packets for as many people as you want to cook for. And one of the coolest things too is that you can do these in the morning and wrap them up and put them in your refrigerator. Then when you're ready to cook lunch or dinner, you just pop a packet in the oven. It's that simple. So what I want to do, the objective here is to not let any steam escape this little packet. So I'm going to grab the two longer sides, the two lengths of the paper, and I'm going to fold it over itself just to make a little crease in it, right? I'm going to crease the edges and kind of go across the top, just like that sound effects not included. <laughs> then I'm going to fold it over a couple more times just to make sure it's really folded. And then like I took you all for lack of a better piece of candy or food to describe it. I'm going to twist the ends in the opposite directions and tuck them right under themselves. So look at this. Twist, twist, and then tuck. And basically what that's doing is creating this beautiful little packet 
where none of the steam can escape until you open it. And so, ta-da! Isn't that cute? Got a beautiful little packet. And so if you're cooking multiple ones, then you can just make them and put them on a baking sheet and they'll go directly in the oven on the baking sheet, right? So I'm going to pop this in. Here's what's so great too. Depending on how you like your salmon, I think of cooking it about 10 minutes for every inch of thickness. And most salmon center cut fillets are about an inch thick. So give or take, right? For some reason, I really prefer my salmon cooked through. And so I'm going to let this go for 10 minutes in my oven. Sometimes it's more like 12. I've got my oven at 375 degrees, by the way. So I'm going to puff this in for 10 minutes. And then I'm going to show you how to make a really delicious, simple salad. One of the things I love too, is that all of the ingredients cook together, right? So you're not having to start things at different times. It's just one and done. So what a fun idea to do for lunch or even a weeknight dinner where you don't want to make anything else to go with it and you're set. Or if you want to do something like roast some potatoes, you could even cut them up into small pieces and roast them at the same time in the oven. They probably just take about 10, 15 minutes longer, right? So, okay, it's salad time. Let's switch gears and I'm going to show you how to make a really simple vinaigrette that is delicious with any kind of salad. And also, if you love making vinaigrettes and you love the flavor of vinaigrette, you guys, they're just so much better for you when you make them from scratch instead of store-bought because you don't have to worry about preservatives and fillers like you do when you buy dressings and vinaigrettes at the store. So this is one of my favorite ones because it's literally, what have we got? We've got olive oil or avocado oil, lemon juice, Dijon mustard, salt and pepper. That is it. I call it French vinaigrette because if you've ever had a French salad where all it is like really simple mixed greens and the best dressing ever and you don't know why, that's their secret. It's just simple. Okay, so I'm going to put that on my salad later. I think I've got everything I need. I've got my lemon juice. I've got olive oil. If you want a milder flavor, you can use avocado oil. I love avocado oil because you still get a ton of health benefits. And for cooking, it's got a really high smoke point, which is so great because it retains its health properties up to, I want to say 450, maybe it's more like 425 degrees. So it's fabulous for that. But today in my vinaigrette, I want to really taste the uh, olive oil. I love this olive oil that I'm using. So why not? Let's do it, right? So here's what I've got. I put about a tablespoon of Dijon mustard in my bowl right here. You can use a mixing bowl, of course. I just didn't have one <laughs> available. I've got freshly squeezed lemon juice. I think that it makes such a difference to just juice some lemons yourself. You only need probably the juice of two lemons to make a big batch of vinaigrette. And then the best part is, is that you can keep it in your fridge for weeks. Don't tell anybody I told you that. But with ingredients like this, you can keep it in your fridge for a couple of weeks. And so any night you want a salad, you're ready to go. Okay, let's talk proportions here as I add a little bit of salt to this first. The rule of thumb when you're making a vinaigrette is that you want one part um, acid, so whether it's lemon juice or vinegar, to two to three parts oil. Typically in the past, it's always been three parts oil, right, to one part acid. But I like to uh, give Alice Waters credit for this, who is an amazing chef who lives in my neck of the woods here in Northern California. She started using more of the acid. So you get these really bright, bright flavors on lettuce. And I think it's because I think I like it. So if you're doing a really simple salad, it's still got this punch, right? 
So I've got about a tablespoon of lemon juice in here and a tablespoon of Dijon mustard. Let's just start with two tablespoons of olive oil and see what we think. Now the Dijon mustard is what will emulsify this. And that's just the fancy word, of course, all of you probably know for bringing something together, right? If I didn't use it, it would simply be a little broken. You can use two parts olive oil to one part vinegar. And I've got a healthy dollop of Dijon mustard in here too, which is going to give it some punch. You can use less, but the Dijon is what's going to hold it together and make it creamy. So Dijon mustard is a great binder, but another one that works really well is mayonnaise. Egg yolks work too. So if you have fresh eggs, it's a beautiful way to bind things. It's really popular in Caesar salad. But um, I've always got Dijon mustard on hand for other things. So perfect. Okay, here's a little trick. I always like to try my vinaigrette with a piece of lettuce because how are you going to know what it tastes like or if it's too strong? I just like to see what it tastes like against something that's kind of neutral, right? So dip a carrot in it, dip a piece of lettuce in it. Mm, I love it. And I love it because against lettuce, it's got enough flavor to really kind of wake it up, right? So I, I'm going to keep it just like it is. I'd probably even use just like maybe a tablespoon and a half, a shy two tablespoons of olive oil to go with this. Now, let's say that you think it's a little thick. Just salt I'm adding. Salt is my secret ingredient for adding flavor because it brings out the flavor in everything. And when people are worried about their salt consumption, I like to always remind them that if you're cooking at home and you're making things from scratch, it's nearly impossible to add more salt than what you would be getting in frozen food or restaurant food or something packaged. So I do not worry about that, especially if I'm using kosher salt or sea salt um, or something natural like that that's been harvested from the earth. Okay, so if it is too thick, if you think your vinaigrette is too thick, instead of adding more of a certain ingredient, add a splash of water and it'll thin it out, but it won't kind of mess up the balance of flavors for you, right? Okay, so I've got my vinaigrette. And then I'm just a huge fan of like really simple greens, whether it's mixed greens. I have these little gem lettuces that I get in my local market. I love them so much because they're like baby romaine. And the thing that's so cool is that you can cut them through the core and serve them just like this, right? So you can eat them. It's <laughs> like this. They're really fun to put. Like if you do a big salad and you just have them and you drizzle the dressing and anything else over them, it's kind of fun for people to eat with their fingers, right? But you could certainly use mixed greens if you would prefer. I'm just going to take off these outer leaves that maybe look a little bit that one's just a little wilted, but overall they look really, really good. And I've already rinsed them. So many times, you know, things have been so heavily washed when you're buying them at the market. So I think people get a little bit skittish when I don't wash things a ton, but I always make sure I I know where they're coming from. And if I shop at the farmer's market, I always really wash things thoroughly because you'll typically find dirt and things still too. Just a sign it actually came from the earth, right? Okay, so things always look better in threes. They're so just for kicks. I'm going to put this on my plate. Let's just do three. I think I'll serve these actually on separate plates now that I think about it. I was going to put the salmon and the salad together, but we don't want all those beautiful juices from the salmon going into our salad. So here's what we'll do. I've got my lettuces and you really don't need a lot of other ingredients, but since I have a couple of beautiful pieces of produce, let's just add a couple tomatoes. 
Um, I'm just going to slice these again and sprinkle them around. The other thing is, since this lettuce is so hearty, people can certainly eat it with a fork and a knife, and they'll be fine as well. I'm going to take a little bit of green onion. So pretty, right? Where's my green onion? I've rinsed this already. Let's do this on the bias as well and just be fancy. I mean, treat yourself, right? I'm just using one knife for everything today because I'm a huge fan of not having to dirty a lot of dishes. So let's just get that right there. Um, and since I pre-cut my fish, it's really easy just to use one knife for everything else. Okay, should we do one fancy thing? This is a watermelon radish and I want to show it to you. If you haven't seen one before, look at how beautiful that color is. Now, if you were doing a big salad in a bowl and you wanted to serve it to a bunch of people, I would just break up the lettuce and then sprinkle these over the top. And look at how beautiful it is. But since I'm just doing it for myself today, I'm just going to grate a couple. You could certainly use a knife, but isn't this gorgeous? Let's put a couple on here. I shouldn't play on the photograph this today. It's so pretty. And again, think of all the incredible nutrition you're getting from all of these colorful things. I'm going to dip it in my vinaigrette to make sure I still like it. And my fish is done. Let's just finish up our salad and then we'll put it all together for our easy lunch. I promised you it would be simple and good for you and delicious, of course. Most important, right? So I'm just going to drizzle a little bit of my vinaigrette right over this salad. If you were tossing this in a bowl, the secret to knowing if you've used enough vinaigrette or dressing is that you don't want any in the bottom of the bowl. So you want to add a little bit at a time. And I like to use my hands to toss salad because then you can make sure that the leaves are easily coated. Evenly coated, I should say. So then if you need more, you can keep adding it. But the leaves should look shiny and glistening, but nothing in the bottom of the bowl. If that happens and you put too much in, just add more ingredients to kind of even it out and get less dressing on each piece, right? But since I'm serving this kind of as like a composed little salad, um, I'm just going to drizzle it around the plate too. I've had a couple of fresh grindings of black pepper, and then I'll show you how beautiful it is. Isn't it pretty? Ah, I love this salad. I'm going to enjoy all of this myself. I hope you all will too. Treat yourself to this. Okay, let's get the fish out and plate it up. I feel like this is just such a treat for all of us. You look so grown up. <laughs> you can treat yourself anytime or your whole family and they'll be blown away. One of the coolest things about fish and parchment is that you can serve it directly in its parchment paper on the plate. So another great application for parchment paper is people will make like spaghetti and meatballs and then you wrap it in parchment and you bake it. So when you open it up, it's steamy and gorgeous and people can enjoy it right from the parchment paper. So let's put that right on here. This isn't too hot. And I'm just gonna show you your options. So you can either serve it in the parchment. You wanna be careful because it is hot, of course, since it just came out of the oven. So a lot of times it'll release a lot of steam. Oh, it's beautiful. I think I'll take mine out of the parchment just so you can really see all of the juice that and how you cook this beautiful meal all in one packet. I'll leave it just like that. Can you see how gorgeous that is? And all the juices from this. So the basil underneath the lemon is going to give the salmon this basil-infused flavor. It's absolutely gorgeous. 
We'll leave it just like that. If you wanted to finish it with a little more olive oil and sea salt, you can. And then you could serve the salad at the same time, or if you're enjoying it for yourself, take this somewhere you can sit and enjoy it together. I just feel like I have to have a bite of the salmon to make sure we did good work. You can take the lemon pieces off if you'd like. Oh my gosh. It really infuses the fish with the flavor of the basil. And then the cherry tomatoes and asparagus are cooked perfectly. Of course, if you wanted to serve bread with this, or like I said, roasted potatoes or something starchy, you could, but this is such a satisfying meal. My favorite way to cook salmon by far. So whether you're treating yourself to this at the conference or you decide to make it separately one day for yourself or a crowd of people, I hope you enjoy making it and tasting it as much as I have. Thanks again for hanging out with me. I'll see you soon, I go. To experience this talk with all the videos, slides, and graphics, visit our store at bbnrconsulting.us. Thanks for staying curious and for living your best life with us. Thank you for joining us on HealthGig. We loved having you with us. We hope you'll tune in again next week. In the meantime, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on healthgigpod.com. I'm Trisha. And I'm Doro. Be well.